Hey, everybody. I'm Andy Hamilton at Track Wrestling. I'm joined by Seth Patera, our international freestyle correspondent. We're going to do a little World Cup primer. The World Cup is going to get started around 1 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday morning. You can watch the action from Iran live on Track Wrestling. Seth, thank you for giving us some time. Oh, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to the World Cup this year. It's uh, a little bit. It's a little. It's going to be a little different, you know, not being in the USA. But um, we're we're sending a really solid team this year, and so is a couple other teams. But Iran sending an absolute monster of a team. Azerbaijan sending their best guys, and I think Turkey's got a really good team this year as well. Well, let's get to it. You've written some team previews that will be going up on Track Wrestling prior to the start of the World Cup. And uh, we were talking off air about the American lineup and the credentials of this team with three world champs, Logan Stever, Jordan Burroughs, and Kyle Snyder, who have combined to win seven titles at the highest levels of the sport. This sure looks like a team that can do a lot of damage. You wrote in your preview, though, that you think David Taylor is going to be the key guy for the American team. Tell us why. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the guys that he's going to have to wrestle are some of the strong, the stronger guys at the weight for the pool. So um, surprisingly, he's got two-time world champ Sharif Sharifov. So I say surprisingly because after the Olympics in 2012, Sharifov spent most of the quad up at 96, where he's behind uh, Cape Hagazumov, who was a runner-up to Snyder and Rio. But Sharifov staying down at 86 where he won his two world titles. So he's going to be the guy starting for Azerbaijan. And being that they're realistically the best uh, team in our pool outside of us, that's going to be huge. He's also got a two-time world bronze medalist, Dale Marsh against Vili. So when we have that duel against Georgia, that's going to be a big match. Now, if you remember, Marsh against Vili upset Jane Cox here last year. It was a close. It, Jane was having a furious comeback and lost it late, but I think that'll be a really interesting match too. And if we make it to the finals, probably against Iran, he's got Olympic champion Donnie Chirotti. So, David's going, we're going to learn so much about David Taylor here, and he's going to be a pivotal part of this U.S. lineup. You know, when you look at pool competition, you mentioned um, the United States team against Azerbaijan. That's the one that you don't want to miss. In your oh, opinion, no, what, makes, what makes that the marquee? Duel of the opening day of the tournament. Um, well, first off, I mean they're stacked throughout every weight. Even their weaker weights, like sixty-five and seventy, mostly Magomed, mostly and um, Omarov are still good. But their strong weights, like sixty-one and eighty-six and even seventy-four, those guys are hammers. So Logan Stever, who won Worlds last year, he's going to have a two-time world champ if they give him the big matchup. Even if they don't. Him Gavarzatilov was bronze last year. He destroyed, he teched Bajrang, Bajrang last year at Worlds. Um, Jordan Burroughs has a huge matchup against three time world medalist Jabril Hasanov. You know, they wrestled back in 2013 when Hasanov, it was his first year back from 66, and Burroughs absolutely smoked him. But Hasanov placed in Rio, JB did it. Where are they at right now? That match is probably. Actually, that's probably the most important match, first match of the year for Jordan, just to see where he's at against another top-five guy like Hasanov. And obviously, David Taylor, Sharif Sharifov, is going to be huge. And even if they put the backup in, 
Um, the backup, Alexander Garcia, who was the European runner-up last year, that's still a really good match for him. So it's great throughout. And at 97, it's, it's great to see Cal Snyder wrestle. The kid that's going to wrestle is tough, but Snyder can and will probably tear him up. Nurmagomed gets the He's undersized for the weight, but I think he can give Kyle some problems just because he's strong and he loves the chest strap. Like, it doesn't work as well at the upper weights, but he can slow you down with it at least. So, it's just, I'm, that duel is going to be amazing. Well, you're a guy who follows international wrestling religiously. You've got uh, USA, Azerbaijan, Russia, and Georgia in one pool. Which team do you see emerging there? Um, I think we'll take a real, it's going to boil down to USA and Azerbaijan. I just think where the biggest matchups are, we've already talked about David Taylor. I think I'm going to say his name probably like 30 times just, just here, but David Taylor's 86 kilo match is going to be big. Um, getting Burroughs match is going to be big and 57 is going to be big. We're going to need some production from Ramos and, I mean, all these matches are so just so crucial. And Steber Gavardskill and Steber Haji Elias, well, that could that's probably the match of the tournament if you really think about it holistically. Like, is Steber going to be the new guy at the weight, or is this is this Haji Elias still the guy? Because he cut down to 57 and meddled it real, but everyone knows he's his best at 61. But when I said 57, I think that would be a key match because um, Makir Miroslavov's a really tough guy. Maybe he doesn't put up the best results, but when he is wrestling, he is lights out dynamic on his feet. I think we're really going to need Tony Ramos to pull that one out because I like Tony, but he's more of a defensive counter wrestler. And I just, I don't really... I don't think that's a great recipe for success against someone as dynamic as Amir Slanoff. And even as backup, Adish Rashvili, who won the European Championships in 2013, I mean, that won't work either. Because one thing about Adish Rashvili, he has one of the meanest head tensions in the world. He'll break your neck with it. So I'm really, it's going to be a great tool. Iran certainly looks like the favorite to come out of its pool with Turkey, India, and Mongolia. Give us a rundown of what the Iranian lineup looks like this year okay so they're bringing one of the most consistent lightweights in hassan rahimi he won worlds in 2013 he, he was bronze in 2014 world runner up in 15 and bronze in 2016 really solid track record um for their backup they're bringing a 2013 world champ Yunus Sarmis Pidi zaji you don't have to remember that full name you probably won't be saying it because they'll probably wrestle Rahimi mainly through. At 61, they are bringing a double threat. You got Masuda, Smail, 2014 world runner-up. And last year, he wrestled Metcalf um, up at 65. He lost 3-1, but Smail, is tougher than nails. And probably the one that's going to be starting is Bainham Mason for who had a ridiculously good uh, match with Logan Skeever at the semifinals of Worlds last year. It came down to the last second takedown, like most of Logan's matches. But that'll be big. 65, I think, is probably their weakest weight. They're bringing Mason Nasiri. Um, Nasiri was an Asian champ last year, but he didn't really beat anyone good. But one thing about Nasiri is he is just 
so strong and he's got such a strong underhook. Um, 70s are bringing Hussein Kani, who got bronze last year at World Championships. He upset Yakub Gore there and Rashid Turbanoff. Uh, 74, you see, without Yazdani Chirati, they're putting in a backup. So they've got a good backup. He wrestled Burroughs at Beat the Streets. Taman Yermati, he's an Asian champ in 2015. He's tough. He's got a good head in the hole, uh, has a nice sweep. Good hand side single. 86. The, let's talk about him. Sonia Donnie Chirati, the Olympic champ at 74 kilos, moving up. 86 was probably the marquee weight of this tournament, and we're going to see how he matches up against the best competition because in his pool, he'll have a three time world medalist and a two time world runner up. So he may start from Turkey because they'll wrestle. And I mean, you rank a guy like that high just based off of his past success, like being an Olympic champ, but. Really, you can't say much about Yazdani Chirati from just seeing him at the top because he didn't wrestle anyone good. So this is going to be huge to see where he stands at 86. 97, they're bringing in their junior world champ, Hussein Shabazi Gazbar. Uh, he's solid enough, but I, he's not going to be like that X-Factor for Iran. Then at heavyweight, they're bringing Camille Gassemi, who um, was the Olympic runner-up last year. Gassemi's not... Again, not anything lights out. Probably just hand fights, uh, snap down, go behind, and pretty solid gut. But he's he's not very entertaining to watch. But that doesn't mean he's not good. He's just not fun to watch. You wrote that uh, Turkey typically does not send its best lineup, um, with the exception of Taha Akgul, the three-time World Olympic heavyweight champ, who's injured and out of the lineup. Um, this looks like a squad that certainly won't be an easy out for Iran. Um, what makes that matchup entertaining to you? Well, what makes it really entertaining is um, my favorite guy, and the guy I'm looking forward to most seeing is Opan Sat. Now, he's going to be going by Sengishan Erdogan. Um, Sat was a three-time European champion for Russia, and he had transferred to Turkey earlier. But he's just now getting to wrestle for them because um, Russia wouldn't grant him, um, they wouldn't give him eligibility to wrestle for Turkey. But I absolutely think Sot can do some really interesting things. And he's got a, um, a really interesting matchup against Iran with his male four or Asun four. I think he can be an X factor for Turkey at that weight for a couple of years. 65 got Mustafa Kaya. He beat Brent Metcalf back at 2014 Worlds. Um, two years back of the Isar Dogu, he beat that year's world runner-up, Ikitra Navrusov, who was also a bronze medalist at the Olympics. And also, Kaya Tetadjiliev last year at the Isar Dogu. Um, Mustafa's got a really, really good chest strap. He's got a nice uh, arm spin and uh, underrated double. He uh, beat who I have number two ranked at uh, 70 kilos, like Israel Kasuma from Russia, beat him with a late four-point double egg in their match. And that 70 kilos, Turkey is bringing um, 2014 world silver medalist Yakub Gore. Um, Yakub beat Frank Molinero. Which qualifier was it? I think the, uh, Mon- yeah, it was the Mongolian qualifier. Yeah, they're sending Yakub Gore. He's tough. He's tough. Bit slower, but he's got a great gas tank, and he uses his underhooks real well. And then the other strong guy that they're sending is Selenia Sar, three-time world medalist. Like Sot, he's also a Russian transfer. His uh, 
original name is Kaloy Kartoyov. So for Russia, he won a junior world title back in 2009 before he transferred over to Turkey. The wrestling for Turkey, he's a three-time world medalist and a three-time world runner-up. Um, even being the number two guy in the world, he still like some weird matches. Like he'll lose to Alexander Gostiev, or he lost to um, Evgeny Moldatov last year at European Championships. And you think, well, what does that mean? It doesn't make any sense. Well, that's okay. It's not the Olympics. They don't take it super seriously, but. When it's time for the big show, Yassar is great. He's so hard to finish on. He's got a great two-on-one. He'll do a little inside collar-type throw-by when he's looking for his two-on-one, and he's got a real nice head-outside single. So I think they've got four strong weights, and as long as Turkey can minimize um, like bonus points in the weaker weights, like 57, um, they're 74. They're not sending the Olympic bronze medalist to Mirtas. He's hurt, which I think that really hurts him. And 97. 97, they were supposed to have a 2014 World Bronze Medal, Salim Ergodon. He was, an, he was another Russian transfer named Shamil Akhmedov. But Erdogan right now is tied up in an MMA promotion. I can't remember the name of it right now, but he's got to go finish his contract. So he won the quarterfinals. He's fighting in Russia. Um, he has to go win the finals, and then he's done with his contract. But he just got back from a band for doping. I believe it was Winstraw he tested positive for. So they won't have his result at 2014 Worlds. And because you drop it out, if you find a guy doping, that's the right thing to do. But he won a World Bronze Mile there. He beat a uh, two-time world champ, Razi Adani there. So it's a good lineup. They've got four really solid guys. So they can give uh, Iran a tough match. Well, Seth Patera, thank you so much for your time and insight. Greatly appreciate it. And once again, you can catch Seth's um, team-by-team analysis. Um, you can catch more of his coverage throughout the next uh, few days on trackwrestling.com. We'll be having World Cup coverage throughout the rest of the week on Track Wrestling. is part of the Matt Talk Podcast Network. For more wrestling podcasts, head over to matttalkonline.com.